Hey guys, welcome back to the Prolific Author Podcast. Today I have a really fun interview uh, for you with Dave Chesson. Now he is pretty well known in the indie author space. He is actually a very successful author in his own right. He was able to quit his day job just based on what he was making on his books. So we know that he knows what he's doing, knows how this business is run, and knows how to be successful at it. But the great thing is, in recent years, he's been doing a lot of things to help indie authors, okay? He is the creator and runner of Kindlepreneur.com that has lots of great articles on how to market books, how to, uh, you know, kind of figure out Amazon's algorithm, that sort of thing. He is the creator of Publisher Rocket, which most people use to find good keywords for their books. Although, as you will hear in the interview, he's also expanding that and he's got some really exciting things planned. And most recently, he created Atticus, which solves so many problems that indie authors have. You know, it's such a great tool and he's constantly working on it and adding perks to it and improving it. So let's jump right into the interview with Dave and he's going to tell you all about this stuff and how it can help you be successful as an indie author. Welcome to the Prolific Author Podcast. Let's face it, readers read fiction to feel emotion and be transported and transformed. In this ongoing digital revolution, where online marketing is always in flux, the only way to create a sustainable author business and live off your royalties is to write transformational stories, market at every stage of the author journey, and cultivate a loyal audience of readers. Fortunately, there's never been more opportunity to make a living as a fiction author. Hi, I'm Liesl Hill, USA Today bestselling author and story clarity coach. When I'm not dictating my own stories about dragons, serial killers, and dystopian worlds, I help other authors write their own transformational fiction, position them as bestsellers, and market them like pros. Join me on the podcast where I give writing tips, marketing how-tos, story advice, and interviews with other authors who are in the trenches just like you and making it work. We are prolific authors. All right, welcome back to the Prolific Author Podcast. We are here with Dave Chesson, who is actually a pretty well-known name in our in our space. How are you doing, Dave? Yeah, not too bad. Good. Thanks for Good. having me. Yeah, glad to have you here. So why don't you start by introducing yourself for anybody who maybe um, is really, really brand new to the indie author space and has never heard of you before. Sure. Uh, well, start off, I created the website, kindlepreneur.com. That's like Kindle Entrepreneur, but Kindlepreneur. Uh, the site is itself is devoted to teaching authors how to self-publish as well as market their books. I'm also the co or the creator of Publisher Rocket, uh, which is a book marketing software that helps self-publisher uh, self-published authors actually get to know the market, get some of that inside information that publishing companies have been used for years to make their decision. And I'm the co-creator of Atticus, a book writing and formatting software. Great, great. So you do a lot of stuff to help authors and we're going to talk about all of those today but how did you how did you get into it how did you you know what made you first decide to create kindlepreneur and a lot of the resources that you have for for indie authors yeah well back in the day i was actually in the u.s navy i was stationed in korea uh one of my first missions uh foreign they sent me without my family and so my wife and i had this discussion of hey Dave, you know, what are you doing this for? Like, are you trying to be an admiral? Or are you trying to, uh, you know, like, is there some mission? I was like, no, I'm just kind of going with it. She's like, well, maybe you should come home. Maybe we should look at some way to get out of the military and be together as a family. And so with that, I was like, well, cheapers, what can I do all the way on the other side of the world on the side while I do this, you know, nine to five career? 
Uh, and what I discovered was being able to write and self-publish books on Amazon was such a huge thing for me because you could write whenever you can. You can write on the side. Uh, when you publish your book, Amazon will sell it. Uh, you know, they take care of all of the logistics. But for me, though, I started asking myself a couple of key questions. Like, for example, why does Amazon choose to show this person's book instead of mine? Or why mm -hmm. is that one showing first over mine? And so I started to use a lot of my analytical skills. Um, I have a major background in math and physics. I've done a lot um, in kind of the engineering world. And so I kind of like looked at Amazon as a market and said, boy, what makes them tick and how, as I, as a self-published author, what can I do to perhaps work better with them? You know, convince them to show my book more often, help me right. to get more sales while I'm sleeping. Um, and I noticed that nobody was writing about that. And so this was the start of Kindlepreneur, which is let's go ahead and look at how we can, you know, get our foot in the door, you know, rise above, mm -hmm. keep our heads above water you know, and use the marketplace of Amazon as a benefit instead of kind of the whole, you know, oh, Amazon, please show my book kind of situation. <laughs> so that was it in a nutshell. Luckily, uh, I was blessed. I, using the information that I write in Kindlepreneur, I was able to make more money from my books than I was making as a Lieutenant Commander in the Navy. Uh, wow. So I was able to finally get out of the military. Uh, I've been home here in Franklin, Tennessee for seven years now. Uh, depending fully on my writing. And uh, I'm one of those dads that gets to show up to my kids recital, you know, on <laughs> Friday morning, you know, and I'm like, Yay. yeah. <laughs> so it's been a really cool experience. Good, good. Well, and yeah, I just want to say, you know, on the one hand, thank you for your service. And on the other, I'm glad that you were able to come home and be with your family and find something that you really love doing. Um, the other thing is that you have, I think it's so great that you do this for authors, because you have that background in science and math. And for most, you know, I'm more like most authors in that I'm very, very right brained. And I have learned to do ads for my books. But man, it was an uphill climb, because I just don't naturally do that or have a background in it. So what you do serves authors so well, because you're helping them with things that for many authors, I know doesn't doesn't really come naturally. So can you maybe I just for anybody that. who? Um, yeah, sure. Anybody who wants to know, give kind of a rundown of the kind of services you offer on your site. On yeah, well, that's the thing is actually Kindlepreneur is absolutely free. There's no uh, paid subscription or anything like right. that. Every piece of, of content is like my goal with anything I write on that website is, hey, I want to teach you something that's really important. I'll show you every step of the way so that by the time you finish reading this article, you can turn around, take action and see results. Um, and so that's kind of the big thing. We've also created a whole bunch of free online tools for authors to use. One of the big ones that everybody loves is my book description generator. Um, you know, you can actually make your book description on Amazon look and feel a certain way. You can use bold, you can use bigger words here and there. The problem is, is that without a tool, you need to do HTML coding. You have to right. put the code in and close off the brackets. So we created something where it's more or less like put your book description in there click the button to make it look the way you want. And exactly the way you see it in that screen is exactly how it's going to look on amazon.com. And when you're done, copy the code, paste it into KDP and enjoy a much better, cleaner uh, book description that you know looks the way it should. I've had a couple of times that before this tool, I might've uh, published a book with uh, out closing a bold bracket and my entire <laughs> description was all bold except for halfway. Th so it was like, oh boy, what a launch. So needless yep. to say, 
uh, I've created a lot of tools that were also for me personally, where I've run into problems. So that's been a uh, Kindle printer nutshell. Like I said, the other thing that I created was publish a rocket. Um, mm-hmm. and that has been like incredible. Um, we were marked by market watch as one of the top book marketing companies in the world, which is cool. Um, but a lot of that is because I first started by developing this just for, uh, self-published authors, because, you know, publishing companies have been using data like crazy to choose the right keywords and the categories and to help their, you know, to help make decisions on which books to sign and which books to put more marketing effort behind. Well, uh, you know, before a rocket, there really wasn't much. And so people were just kind of left in the dark. They were guessing. And, uh, but since, since that, a lot of publishing companies have really come over to use the software as one of their go-tos. And that's, what's really kind of helped that expand. What I love most about it though, is it's given me so much data uh, about Amazon. Uh, We're all constantly collecting and analyzing and coming out with new features that are always free upgrades for current owners. Um, But it's also allowed me to start looking at like things of like, what's the perfect pricing, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, for these kind of books, like I can really get in depth. I could say, well, in this niche genre, this is the pricing that has been very successful. Or, hey, KU books are really good in this niche genre, not in this niche genre, you know, or those kind of aspects. And so uh, I've really enjoyed that. And that's also made me uh, where I've been a consultant to major publishing companies and New York Times bestselling authors because I have access to this really cool stuff. Um, And I have just had a lot of great fun working with some incredible writers. So it's been good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do use Publisher Rocket for my Amazon ads. So, I mean, most people know it as using it to find good keywords to use in your Amazon ads, but you're talking about pricing and figuring out KU is all of that available to authors who uh, purchase uh, Publisher Rocket? Well, pretty soon we're going to have that out. So like we've been, we've been collecting data on Amazon for almost two years. And when I say that is, is that it's like, we've spent a lot of of uh, programmer time and to pull every piece of information we can from all, and there's a lot of books out there. Um, (laughs) But, and then we were actually working with a company uh, that specializes in AI forecasting and machine learning, which is three general areas and program where they're able to look at the data and say, well, this is where it's going. This is what happens and this is what it means. So we're getting that now. And like I said, once we have that, we're gonna be implementing it inside the software. And that, like I said, it's gonna be a free upgrade for all uh, current owners of Publisher Rocket. So, cause I don't like subscriptions and I don't like to have to pay for software again when I already paid for it just because they made it better, which is always right, my MO yeah. with software. So, but that's gonna be coming out very soon. Yeah, one of the things I'm really excited about is pretty soon we're gonna be coming out with historical category data. And what that means is that you can click on any one of the 14,000 categories on Amazon, which by the way, there really are that many. Um, <laughs> And then you can see sales trends, you can see competition, you can see pricing, you can see all the things. And that can really help you because what I love is the data over time can also give you the peak moment to sell in that category. So Mm -hmm. now you can plan launches better. You can choose better which categories are right. You can see which ones are overcrowded. You can look at, hey, the top books are at this price and that can give you an indication. Um, And so all of that's going to be coming out uh, pretty soon, uh, definitely in this year. Uh, so I'm really nice. excited about that. We've worked on that for years, but <laughs> super cool. Yeah, that's super exciting. I'm excited for that. That's great. Um, so yeah, again, thank you for doing that for authors. It's so helpful to you know people who are just trying to figure out the business side of things. Um, 
So then more recently, you've come out with something called Atticus. So why don't you tell us what Atticus is? So one of the things I've loved when it comes to create creating software tools is as an author, I'm always asking myself, boy, wouldn't it be nice if, like, for example, we were talking about the HTML generator, right? The, the book description uh-huh. generator. I made the mistake of publishing a book uh, with the wrong brackets. And so I had a really ugly book description. It really hurt my first day <laughs> momentum. I was like, man, there's got to be a tool to make this better. Uh, right. You know, with Publisher Rocket, it was about publishing companies had all this key data and they were making these great decisions. And we self-published authors didn't have that. And I was like, man, wouldn't it be nice if now Excel sheets were not a thing for authors. So I needed to create something that was simple and easy to use and gave the right information. And so Publisher Rocket was created. Well, for Atticus, Atticus, uh, first, I'm going to describe the first pain point now and what it is, but I'm also going to describe exactly what I'm going to bring Atticus to be in the future. Okay. So when it comes to formatting a book, I would say that there really is only one software and this is prior to Atticus, right? There was only one software that any author could easily format a professionally good looking book without being some crazy designer. And that was Vellum. Okay. Vellum is a great software that you just load up your Word doc, you can click some things, you can quickly make something, you know, a print and ebook that looks awesome. The problem with Vellum, though, is that it only works for Mac users. So every PC user has nothing, like they don't have an option. Right. Now, and Vellum was so loved by authors that the PC users would actually, a lot of them would go buy a Macintosh computer. Uh, Mm -hmm. like an old one, or they'd pay for this service called Mac and cloud just to be able to use one program. I mean, that just goes to show how cool it was. Right. So first off, I was like, well, okay, let's create something. There's a lot of things that I want to change about Vellum. Okay. Uh, Mm -hmm. But on top of that, let's go ahead and make it so it works for all computers and not just Mac and PC, but Chromebook and iPads and smartphones. Uh, let's right. make it so that there's no chance that an author can't use it. The second thing too is also Vellum is a, is very expensive. It's two hundred and forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents for both uh-huh. ebook and book formatting. So what we did was we made Atticus just be one hundred and forty seven dollars, and that's it, and that's for life. Okay. Nice. Um, so those were the two things that I wanted to correct. There's also a lot of formatting that uh, that Vellum hasn't done and a lot of things they say they won't do. Uh, one area is is focusing on nonfiction. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably by the time this comes out, we will actually have footnotes um, as a feature, which I don't think anybody else does have except for like InDesign. But yeah. that's that's one of those big areas we want to focus on building out the nonfiction component because I feel like nonfiction books have been left alone, but we're also going to be adding more components for fiction writers. Um, and there's just a lot that we're doing inside of it. So right. the first idea was coming out with something, something like Bellum, but let's add these features and make these parts better, make it cheaper and make it work on all computers. Okay. But mm-hmm. that wasn't just the only thing I want to do with Atticus. Okay. That's Atticus right now. My original uh, problem that I wanted to solve is the definition of the word book writing software, okay? Okay. A lot of people will say, hey, you know, like, what's the best book writing software? And people will talk about like Word, maybe Scrivener and so forth, right? Uh Here's the thing though. When we write a book, we authors don't just sit down and write the book. It's many things to make a book. It's planning, outlining, writing, 
collaborating with our editors and, you know, arc readers, and then formatting a book. And most authors have to jump from software to software to software to software just to be able to do that. Uh -huh. My goal with Atticus is to create one software where you can fully write your book without having to leave. So you can plan, you can outline, you can write, you can collaborate, you can, and then you can format and put it on the markets. Okay. And uh -huh. so we've designed so far, Atticus has formatting capability, like we just discussed. It uh -huh. also has a lot of the writing capabilities um, that authors need, but there's more that I can't wait to add. It will have outlining and plotting, and then ultimately it will have collaboration. And what I mean by collaboration is an author will be able to, once this comes out, an author will be able to uh, tag their editor. Their editor can do editing and they can approve the editing and then remove the editor once they're complete without having to leave Atticus. So no more emailing back and forth a Word document, no more trying to figure out which one was the final copy, because let's face right. it, we all know we have that final copy all caps, final copy. <laughs> this is the final copy. Wait, I forgot. You know, so no yeah. more of this version control issue. And the other thing that makes this beautiful is that say, for example, you write and format and publish a book. Two years later, you need to make a change. Well, there's mm -hmm. no longer you having to find what was the final copy. There's no longer this, this struggle of trying to, um, you know, open up, uh, let's say your format or formatted using something. Well, you may have to start all over. Instead, yeah. what you could do in Atticus is you can click, go to the word, make the change, hit export again, and everything you did was good to go. It makes updating your books that much more easy. So nice. this is exactly where we're going. And I like to sometimes describe the future of Atticus as if Scrivener, Google Docs, and Vellum got together and had a baby, its name would be Atticus. <laughs> That's awesome. So is it when you when you keep your books in Atticus, is it cloud based? It is, uh, but okay. it also has best of both worlds. So we have the we have it on the cloud because in order to do collaboration, it's got to be connected that way. Right. Right. And so we design the software with collaboration in mind. It's kind of like uh, if you're designing a car. Right. We already built the engine and the chassis and we had the idea of the, you know, of the frame of the car. Uh, now we're just building out that frame. And so we made all these decisions about kind of the engine of this software, if you will, with collaboration in mind. Um, mm -hmm. So that way authors can work with other authors. They can, um, you know, work with their editors, ARC readers, beta readers without, you know, losing it. Plus they have better control. Right. So, but you can also save backups to your computer directly as well. So, okay. That way you have a copy on your computer and you have a copy in the cloud. And what this makes is, is that, uh, say for example, you know, you're just saving it on your computer, right? And uh -huh. you pour wine on your computer because, you know, whoops, you know, the cat knocked <laughs> over the wine glass and your computer's kaput. Well, we've got a backup for you. We're good to go, you know, good. or, you know, vice versa. So it, I think it's kind of the best of both worlds for authors. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's super important because I mean, a few years ago, I, I'm sure you remember this, there were all kinds of memes for authors about running back into a burning building to get your computer because <laughs> you don't want to lose that story, you know? And so I exactly. think, I mean, the cloud in general has made that easier, but yeah, I think that's important, especially for authors because it's just so devastating to write 50,000 words and, and then think about having to start over because you lost the file or something. Exactly. Yep. And so, and I'm, and I can speak out of that whole, you know, glass of wine 
example <laughs> wasn't just made up. <laughs> I was I was in Monterey, California, writing a book, and sure enough, I had a glass of wine, and you know how cats like. To, I just I don't know. What oh I was no! Thinking. Yep, <laughs> poured right onto my laptop, and it was gone. Oh. Um, went to Apple, tried to you know like sled the drive, and but it was going to be like five hundred bucks, and they were like, we can't oh. promise anything. So I was like, ugh. So yeah. needless to say, um, I've had that. I've become a little bit more uh, focused on having backups to backups. And luckily, this can be a system for authors automatically. Good, good. Now, the next thing I want to ask about, because I'm big on story and I'm kind of doing a focus right now on how to tell a story the right way. So what does the plotting and outlining part of Atticus end up looking like? Yeah. So the way that we've designed it, okay, is it's almost like, it's kind of hard to explain. It's more like a blank slate because okay. here's the thing. Uh, what we found with authors is authors, there are many, many different ways to plot a novel, right? Right, right. I mean, there's, and there's no one that is better than the other. There's mm -hmm. person's preference. So we're designing it where you can easily click and drag and develop your own kind of template. You can export it and other Atticus users can upload it right away ah. and it will form out. So if you have a way that you prefer, you have a layout, you can make that and then you can send it to your readers um, that have Atticus and they can upload and work exactly like the way you do. The other thing that this kind of, if you will, called plaiting canvas, uh, is that maybe you prefer like something like Novel Factory or you prefer Plotter's way of, you uh -huh. know, layout. Well, we're working with a plotter already that you can export a JSON file of whatever you do on theirs and upload it into Atticus's as it comes out. And it will put that information automatically where it should go. Nice. So this way, I think this is kind of our way of tackling that because I'm not going to try to build a plotting and tell everybody this is the only way, you know, because right. we're at instead I wanted to create something that allows creatives to kind of develop their own layout and uh -huh. then it will use that information in key areas. Good. Yeah, no, that actually answers my next question because I have worksheets and different, you know, outlines and things for for my students and so that, yeah, that's good to know that you can either create it yourself or, you know, pull from other sites and just upload it in. That's really really useful. Yeah. Uh, one of our biggest things, you know, when it comes to being an author, everybody has different preferences. Um, that's yeah. why there's so many really cool tools and services out there. Um, and so our goal is to make sure that, that we integrate with as many tools as possible. Uh, mm -hmm. For example, we integrate perfectly with ProWritingAid now. Okay. We, I will say that we're not as good with Grammarly and I don't have a lot of hope with them. Uh, not because we don't <laughs> want to work with them, but the way that they develop their programming of it is super intrusive. Um, uh, a lot of a lot of authors that might use Grammarly might experience that their like Chrome windows will shut down or they'll freeze more often. Um, there's a good chance that if you're running into that, it's your Grammarly and you might need to shut it down. Uh, because if you have many tabs open, Grammarly likes to constantly read everything all at once at the same time. And that can uh, really slow down your computer. So we're yeah. kind of like, well, we'd like to like, if people are writing a, a 150,000 word, say, novel, we do not want Grammarly try to like attack everything at once or else it could hurt someone's computer. It could slow it down. Whereas right. like we were able to work with ProWritingAid to, to do that. So I'll say we work great with ProWritingAid, uh, not so much with Grammarly. And um, I think, you know, 
that's one thing. But we do have another a couple of other grammar companies that we're working with so that you can use your preferred grammar inside of, of Atticus. We also just uh, partnered with BookBrush as well, uh-huh. because when you go to format your book, right? Right. Um, we have like full bleed image capability, so you can make amazing looking images. You can also mm-hmm. create two page full bleed chapter themes, right? Wow. Well, taking an image that you might have because you have this great artist or you're just reusing the cover or something like that uh, is fine. But in order to make it work in a book, you have to have the right trim settings. You have to have the right dimensions. Nice. Okay. Well, instead of making authors have to figure out the exact dimensions for this image, convert it into that so that it fits this particular trim that they put in, uh, we contacted BookBrush and said, hey, guys, uh, we'll send you all the dimensions and information. And then that way, people can just click a button, go to you guys, and they get like, I think it's 10 free images or so. But you can Uh go there, select your trim size. And then they will have everything. So you can drag and drop your image in there, make it look the way you want. If it's two pages, they'll act, they actually have a two page and it will split it. It makes it super easy. And now wow. you drag and drop your image in there. You'll know it'll be perfect. Export it and put it right into Atticus. And then it works perfectly with your trim size. No more guessing. So it's like things like that. It's like, hey, we can work yeah. with you guys to do this. We're also working with For the Words, which is like a gamification system. So anybody who's subscribed to that, it will plug into Atticus so that they can, you know, again, get their words in for the for the words game mm-hmm. without having to lose out or copy and paste and do all that other stuff. Uh, we're working with nice. Dragon Dictate, Google, um, and all these others. And so that's the key. We want the software to be able to work with as many of the different ways that authors choose, because I don't think I can create a software that is like, this is now the number one greatest only way to plot. This is now yeah. the only greatest way to, you know, do this. Nope. So <laughs> we're making it be a cool ecosystem. Yeah, that, that sounds amazing. And I mean, for the record, for the listeners, I, I use a lot of the tools that you just mentioned. I use, I, I've never used Grammarly, but I use Pro Writing Aid. So I'm glad that's the one you guys are doing well with. And um, yeah, I use BookBrush. I use, I use Dragon. So are you, are you integrated with Dragon software, uh, dictation software yet? Or is that still coming? So right now we work great with Dragon. Okay. okay. Uh, like, extremely well. That being said, though, is there's more things I want to do to make it more. We have a couple of fringe cases from like different types of um, of uh, computers or, you know, um, there's a couple of like fringe cases that we're actually working with them right now to get fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say, right, I'm pretty sure from a writing, we're, we're actually better than Word um, with Dragon. We're better than a script, definitely than Scrivener with Dragon. But I think we can do better. So we're going to do that. But for those who don't have Dragon, we'll also have some other free options that they can use. Because one of the things that I really like is that because we can work on all platforms and we're on this uh, on the cloud, right? Uh What's going to be really cool is that soon, right? We work on an iPhone, but we don't look good on an iPhone. And soon we're going to make it look good on an iPhone or any smartphone. And an author could be out about and all of a sudden they get an idea and they can open up Atticus, go to their book, click, you know, the button to uh, go voice to text and they can speak in and start adding to their book. Right. Right. Uh, And then when they get home, it's already on their computer. 
you know, on the downloaded yeah. copy of, of Atticus. And so they can start working with that and just having it where so long as you've got a computer or a smartphone, an author can always access their book, make changes. And I think the spe uh, speech to text is going to be huge when people mm -hmm. realize they can do this. Uh, so we want to give people free options as well as, you know, plugging into their pro versions and make sure that the software works with them all. Uh, because I think that that's going to be a huge thing, especially in the future. Right. Yeah, that sounds great. And when you say that you can um, do better, do you, or I mean that you, you know, in terms of the dictation software, do you think that you'll get to a point where your transcriptions are better in Atticus than in other softwares? Well, like if you're using uh, Dragon, which Dragon has spent years making themselves amazing, and I don't think right. we'll ever create something that's better than them, right? Okay. And there are certain people that use Dragon um, you know, because that's what they've always used. So right. we want to make sure like, we'll make, we'll try to create a free option out there or, you know, tap into Google's, uh, system as that's the one option. But if you have that preferred one, we also work with it too. So that's kind gotcha. of the goal. Um, yeah. we'll put more of our focus and our resources into building out these components. But when we have that opportunity to say, Hey, Google's got this great text to speak or speech to text you know, oh, but we'll also make sure that those that prefer Dragon can use it. That's where we're going to go with. Right, right. And so my next question is, do you do any kind of, um, or are you planning to do any kind of cover design with Atticus? Yeah, I don't think so. Um, no. no, the reason for that is that developing something uh, that's like a cover creator um, mm -hmm. is extremely intensive. Um, yeah. you know, to be able to do masking or, you know, blending and shading and those kind of components. I think we could. Right. Um, and I wouldn't say that we won't. I just think it would not happen in the next couple of years. Um, okay. Just because there's so much we can do on the collaboration side and the, you know, that, that canvas plotting component. Um, right. And there's all these things that I want to improve uh, each and every month. Um, and if we get to a point where we're like, man, every, I, I got no more ideas, we could probably add book cover design so that we can then put that component into the book. But I wouldn't mm -hmm. say that there's any plans anytime soon on that. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good to know. Good to know. But it sounds like an amazing tool and yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. So, um, you know, thanks for coming on and sharing all of this with us today. Where can people, you know, get Atticus? Where can they find it? Yeah. You can find Atticus at atticus.io. Um, and if anybody has any questions, they can always go to kindlepreneur.com. I've got a contact link on the bottom of the website. Click that and I'm happy to answer questions. Great. Thank you so much. I will make sure and link those up in the show notes so that anybody uh, who wants to can find you. Any last minute advice for you know authors that are up and coming and just trying to figure out their books? Yeah. Uh, one thing, one resource I highly recommend too, is that I created this article on how to format a book. Uh, so keeping with a formatting component, it's sort of like a choose your own adventure because there's so many different things. Some people might not want to do this themselves. Some people might. Some people might want to hire the right formatter. Um, and this one particular article has everything you need, depending on what you want. I would highly recommend that just to demystify and understand it. Um, yeah. I think that's a really great step for especially first time authors so that they know with confidence that they're going in the right direction. They made the right decision. Great, great. Yeah, I will go find that and link that up as well so that they can do that. Um, yeah, again, thank you so much for all you do for authors and for coming here today to explain it all to us. Absolutely. And again, thanks for having me. Yeah, sure thing. Me again. 
Before you go, if you found value in this episode, I would love it if you could leave me a review. Reviews are the best way to show your appreciation and help others find this podcast. Be sure to screenshot it, share it on your favorite social media network, and tag me at LK Hill Books. Remember, the world needs your stories. Only you can change someone's heart with your fire-breathing dragons, your mind-blowing mysteries, your epic romances, and your intense thrillers. So join the revolution and be a prolific author.